Because I am not one of your fans! Mamma mia, here I go again. My, my, how can I resist you? Mamma mia, does it show again? Claudia, do you remember what we did last time? Yeah, you're doing it wrong. What is it? The mother. Oh, I'm Claudia, and I'm the mother. And I'm Izzy, and I'm the daughter. And this is Podcast Podcast from from the the Edge. edge. (laughs) This is our second uh, inaugural podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were in the car before this. Only now just thought to look up and see if this name was taken. And guess what it was? No, 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 no. No, no there's no podcast called this, but... There the, is a podcast called From the Edge. But we don't know those people. This is not an advertisement. <laughs> For that other podcast. For that podcast, I can only imagine that is hosted by The Edge. Like from Bono? I mean, I mean is who, that, what else would it be? I don't know. The Edge? Are other people named from The Edge? From hit band Bono. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> uh, but just tell me, is that his name? Bono? Is Bono from U2? Called, yeah, that's the yes. man's name. Yes, Because the, we're getting to that. We're getting to that where I'd call him Buono or Victor Buono. Buono. You know, come up with new names Il for Bono. Buono. Um, anyway, yeah, so right before we uh, came on today, <laughs> we, we were like uh, uh, kind of falling apart in the car. I, I know. I, I was honest. I was like uh, worried. <laughs> I know. Because as we left the house, you were like, uh, just to let you know, I'm very tired. And I was like, oh, all right, okay, what's this going to be? And um, But that was to prepare you for me not talking to you later. <laughs> that was like if you were home. Tonight? Like I was like sort of trying to say, if you're home tonight, I might just get into bed because I'm so tired. Okay. That wasn't to say, oh, I can't do this podcast. Well, no, I didn't think that that was going to happen, but I was a little concerned that it was like, heads up, I may be mean. Oh, mean. Or like, uh, short-tempered. Oh, wow. I, I am like that when I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh. Not right now. <laughs> well, but I'm But the... Uh, Moral of the story is we worked through it. Yeah, we worked through it. Like, we parked in the car. <laughs> parked in the car. <laughs> Sat in the car, um, which is our ritual. Yes. Um, I forgot to start timing us, I it's think. It's okay. I'm, uh, we okay, started go. at, like, 3.52. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, and we're just sitting in the car, like, discussing what we're going to talk about. And it started off tense. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> and then by the end, we worked it out. And it was lovely. Yes. Well, we don't have to do this. <laughs> my, I mean, my, my relaxation technique is we're not, they're not, you know, Hollywood isn't waiting. There's no stakes here. Uh-huh. We're doing this because we want to. Do you want to go? No. <laughs> don't want to go. Let's I was go trying home. to be relaxing. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> boy, I am not doing a good job, but you know what? Yes, you are. I'm but having fun. You are having fun? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're doing great. I feel way more at ease than when our family was here. Yeah, that was weird. With Mark and Joanne here? Yes. Although I knew that they would be good. Yeah, they were great. They were great. They're always great. But I'm in my element. Perhaps. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but um, so, but just to let you guys know what this is going to be, besides just Isabella and I uh, criticizing our process <laughs> beforehand about who's tired and whether we've made any plans, <laughs> um, we're focusing on mother-daughter relationships, and usually we're going to be talking about something famous to do with mm-hmm. mother-daughter relationships and. Today, we're going to talk about Mommy Dearest, yes. which is a seminal 
movie. I is that the right word? Bono, seminal. Bono. Bono. Um, about a, edge. a terrible mother-daughter relationship. <laughs> abuse. Abuse. I guess it 100% is. One hundred percent abuse. If she was telling the truth. <laughs> yes. If any of it is real, it's uh, extremely abusive. Yeah. And and even she said that, um, the Mommy Dearest, uh, Christina Crawford, who wrote the book, Mommy Dearest, about her mother, Joan Crawford, which was turned into a movie starring Faye Dunaway, and Diana Scarwood, who uh, was an idol of mine when I was younger. Interesting. Yeah, she was a gr- like a great young actress. But um, she said that the movie exaggerated. Yeah, she was very upset. She but was, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. Yeah. But we're just like, in case people are tuning in, what's going to happen? This is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. We're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna, we do have some segments. Yeah. Because we sat in the car for five minutes. Yeah, we, came, we planned. We planned it. We came prepared. Yeah. Um, so what did you talk about in therapy this week? Okay. Um, this is a segment. Yes. Just so... The handful of people that may listen to this will know. Yeah. Um, I had therapy today, and it was great. It, I mean, last week was bad, or two weeks ago when I went was bad. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was last week. It was last week. I was just, like, very foggy. It was not good. And It, like, on, it felt awkward, which was terrible. Oh, God, because you like her so much. I like her very much, and I was just kind of like, what are we doing here? And... But today, it was not that. I, like, had my coffee. I was in good spirits. And we talked about how, like, you can talk about positive things in therapy. Like, it, you don't need to go armed with, like, negative experiences, mm-hmm. which was great. And I talked about how... I have a new happiness goal. Yes, talk about that. Yes, here we go. I'm trying to listen to more musicals. Boom. Yes, <laughs> and you, but, and is it, you came up with a list of things that make you happy, or it, or did I misinterpret what? I did do that, but I oh. don't remember telling you that. Oh, well, I, you know, that's how psychic we are. When mm-hmm. you were taught, when we were talking yesterday about the musicals. Well, like, yeah, I think I told you about my happiness goal. Yeah. And maybe from that you. I gleaned. Well, because I had, I was writing my journal a couple of days ago and was not in the best mood when I was writing my journal, but then I. In order, why are you laughing at because me? Because it just occurred to me that, like, it, anyone who's listening to this, if they didn't have a vagina at the beginning, they, <laughs> they have do one it. by now. They do it we, now. We, we, we're, we're, it we're, grew. We're talking about therapy, journaling, <laughs> and I know where we're going. Yeah, and we're talking about possibly, like, like we're going to be talking about a movie that ha- was absorbed by the drag community. Yes, it's just like it's we're really in a so flowers, oils, incense. Um, I'll get talk about my oils. I know you have oils. You- I stole a floral centerpiece from a memorial this weekend. Oh, that's right, we did that, and we forgot all oh, about we did. it in that's the car. Too bad. Okay, but keep going with the happiness. Program. Okay, yeah, and uh, so but so in my journal entry, I was like, I was sad about stuff, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about things that are making me happy and I'm not going to try and find like a sad twist on it. And so I did that. And um, because we're going to see on two separate days, Sunday in the Park with George in New York, I was like, oh my, like there are so, I love Sondheim, whose birthday it was yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And I think it was also... um, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's birthday. That is correct. Do they have the same birthday? That's what I saw, like, in an Instagram post. There's a weird fly. I believe it was Lin-Manuel Manana. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Manana. My Manana. Manana. Oh, my Manana. I will say I like Stevens. Well, I don't want to. More than yes, Andrew Lloyd Webber? No, oh. I think that's a very interesting topic. <laughs> but Especially okay. considering that I believe your two favorite musicals are written by them. Yeah. That's true, but Jesus Christ Superstar and Follies. But how did I find out 
that you were listening to because music I was listening to follies in my room and my mother entered and immediately started to weep. Well, I, I was telling you the plot of follies <laughs> and you, it's coming. You will cry. Do you think so? Yes. I think I probably would too. But you were listening to um, Ben's uh, Live, Laugh, Love. The last song. That last song. Mm -hmm. and but you could, you like already knew. Because I like, I think you came in and I paused it and you were like, are you listening to Folly? <laughs> <laughs> Sound carries in the apartment. So Big time. <laughs> it's not like, what am, are you listening to Follies? If that... you're peeing, everyone knows. <laughs> Is Sorry, that true? Sorry, Scott. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I'm a now. I'm a now. Uh, yeah, I think I came down because you were listening to Follies and I was so excited about it. And you were like, it. hey, oh, how's it going? How's it going? What you doing? <laughs> Cry, 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 cry. Cry, cry, cry. Are you listening to Follies? I was in Follies uh, in acting camp. <laughs> I love Follies. It seems great. I, I do believe it was, I missed, I like couldn't, I can't appreciate it as much as I have the capacity to just okay. from listening to the soundtrack. I, I, I get that. Which I feel is true of ev probably every Sondheim Thing. I was listening to a podcast about Stephen Sondheim today. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. You have to, you kids, of which you are one, do miss out on not having the physical album. Yeah. Because it was just like a bigger thing and had writing on it and pictures inside so that while you're listening to the show, mm -hmm. you know what's going on. I mean, it, there were like a description of what's happening with every song, yeah. who's singing it, and, and you know, you get a, a better sense than if you're just sort of going in blind, especially for Follies, which has a a, a complicated, weird plot yeah. that, you know, I was trying to uh, uh, tell you about. You did, and crying. I will say the way that you described it really made me really piqued my interest way more than just listening to the soundtrack. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to see that show. Oh. But, like, I do love musicals very much, the ones that I love. Mm -hmm. Like, I love – I realized today I think Sweeney Todd is probably my favorite. Well, it's the musical. musical ever. And it was my first, like, exposure to Sondheim. I know. I my favorite that was one. Fun. Of my one of my favorite stories about you was uh, you had seen the movie and you loved the movie. I really loved the movie. I was like twelve. Yeah, and then I took so you. So that's to why see... I liked it. <laughs> no, it's great. It is a good movie. But then I took you to see uh, a stage production, of the recent revival, uh -huh. when it was out here. So it didn't have the Broadway cast, but it was a good cast. It was a great show. Yeah, I remember even now. Uh, yeah, and and intermission. You turned to me and you said, "So the movie's a piece of shit, right?" <laughs> I was like, "I oh, love yay. you so much." I'm so happy I turned out good in that story. Yeah, you turned out fantastic. <laughs> I, I thought was... you were going to say I turned up to you and went, "Let's go home." No, because well, you I would, wouldn't you remember that? Sometimes it seems like I remember things incorrectly. Oh, like I tell you a memory I have, and you go, "That's not what you did." Like our Hebrew school debate whatever a hebrew school debate i do not even remember okay so therapy yes, was good there we go okay and i my therapy well i didn't have it this week but i was successful in convincing for those of you who are following from the one other episode um in convincing my therapist that to i should be. increase my medication oh got it so i felt good about that i did that too Oh, did you? But I really had to convince her. And then, really? Yeah. My I did. therapist was like, please. Well, that's the bad thing about telling, or, well, not just telling, but having had drug things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, people think you want a quick fix. Uh -huh. But, like, are we talking about antidepressants? Yes. Those don't get you. A quick fix. It takes four to six weeks to start working. I know. <laughs> like, if anyone thinks that because you did drugs that you want more 
what like Lexapro. I know they're also, fucking by the stupid. Way, but you know, not only that, just because you did drugs, I mean, everybody wants more happiness. Is yeah. that like a bad thing to <laughs> I want? Know. I mean, that's it's not like, like I'm sad and this helps. I mean, it's even, like oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's keep her sad. That'll keep her off of drugs. <laughs> even normal people don't love being sad. Yeah. Am I wrong about that? <laughs> Is this like oh, we just love it? It's so great for us. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, good for you. Thank you. So I felt successful in therapy. Are you on 10 milligrams now? I'm on 10 milligrams, we which is are. actually the Our recommended... Our have synced. The recommended dose. Yeah, I know. I didn't I, know that. I was on the, the half of recommended So was dose. I. And then my doctor was like, well... Um, yeah, you need to go higher up because this is not doing any. This is almost like a placebo. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. tight. I thought it was it was a good placebo. You were happy enough. Oh, I'm doing great. You're doing great. I, I love it. Honestly, I'm, I can't believe I resisted meds. so long. Yes, I feel bad about people. Okay, I don't have to think about <laughs> it. <laughs> Thinking, knowing any of this. I oh, but you know what? It's a it's people. a goddamn uh, podcast. No one's listening to. No one's listening. Oh, oh, we were gonna were we gonna do. Uh, fuck that shit. That was about segment th- uh, our segment idea about things we don't like. What don't we like? It seems like maybe you do want to do it. Well, we could it's try on and the if list. We'll fails, cut it. We'll take it out. Take it out. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's what's fun about this. Honestly, is we can like. Sometimes I get stressed that we're like talking too much, but it doesn't matter because I could remove it. Yeah, that's true. Like my uh, my assistant Scott is here, mm-hmm. and I'm really worried that he's super bored, and oh, also like thinking, "Oh my God, I hear this shit all the time." He's laughing though. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Finally, I got a laugh from Scott. He's also behind me, so I'm just <laughs> pretending in my mind that he's bored. I'm also beating and the I can't living see. shit out of this. <laughs> Yeah, and I can't hear you anymore. Something happened. You can't? Oh, now I can't. Oh, okay. Okay, there we go. you got to talk right into it. Mama is telling you what to do. <laughs> it's the nightmare scenario. Um, let, let's fuck that shit because we had a much better idea. Yeah. <laughs> we had other ideas. Yeah. Well, well so we were going to talk about um, Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isabella's boyfriend uh, came to visit, and a fun thing that we did was go to Harry Potter World. It was very fun. That was fun, and we did that for my boyfriend's birthday, birthday. Um, because Isabella, me and Isabella did a marathon of watching all the Harry Potter movies, not mm-hmm. all at the same time, you know, like over uh, over subsequent Couple weeks. Yeah. Um, because I hadn't really seen them yeah. as much. And my boyfriend, who I do not live with, was kind of <laughs> jealous that he missed out. You on said the- that as if the microphone was judging you. <laughs> you like, you like saw... You had a premonition that the microphone was going to judge you, and For then not you needed to. Boy. You just go. I net, then the case is sealed. All right, <laughs> well, here's the situation. Done. Moving on. <laughs> microphone. But Jonathan was jealous that you and I had yes, watched yes. it. So then I had to. I you like were kind of like live texting me, tweeting me via text yes about like his reactions yes and i've saved screenshots of what you were oh, texting me God. because it's so sweet oh that's good and so funny and so jonathan but keep going um so uh because he was jealous that i had watched it with izzy and he didn't get to he and i watched it and then uh he decided he needed to go to harry potter world <laughs> and i kept putting it off because it's very hot and, you know, outside and I don't like it. But then um, finally I, I sort of corralled everybody together for when Isabella's boyfriend Max was in town because mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that'll he's be fun. He's a big, big Harry Potter and fan And he's a big well. Harry Potter fan and he and Jonathan get along. Mm-hmm. So what did Jonathan say? Very, almost the same person. Almost the same person. Close to a creepy way. <laughs> we don't talk about it. It doesn't bother me. Hey, whatever. Okay, you texted me. Me and Jonathan are watching Harry Potter for his birthday. I guess this is last Last year. year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jonathan crying, quote, and then he goes to his school and meets his friends, (laughs) end quote. (laughs) Jonathan, quote, 
I want to be a wizard, end quote. <laughs> to which I responded, I am euphoric. <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. And then you were texting me something about Elaine May. Oh, okay. Whatever. Well, of course I was. Um, I, I, I uh, you know, mostly even when I was watching it with you and when I was watching it with Jonathan even more so, um, was amazed at how unsafe yes. the school was. <laughs> and uh, I was, you know, how do they even get insurance for this school? I mean, people die. And they... One person dies. Okay, but... but before for, everyone dies in the war. Well, the war is a different story. Yeah. War is hard. Uh, and still people have to go to school. War is hard. War is hard. and But you got to go to school. We can't put off school just because of the, the, war, the war. The oncoming uh, the wizard war. genocide. <laughs> the wizard genocide. Um, but so, but like, and they, like the, the teachers know it's dangerous. It's yes, not. But they kind of like pretend like it's not. Like Why do they do before that? Before the Chamber of there's Secrets is open. There. Well, the ghosts are the nice. The ghosts are okay. Um, but there's like a serpent, serpent one of, there's in the a, basement. One of the teachers is a ghost. Yes, that's weird. The head of my house, Ravenclaw, is a ghost. Oh, yes, and that was disappointing that I'm a Slytherin. Hey. Uh, 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 come on. <laughs> Does anybody want to be that? Slytherins that are little, described as shrewd. That little blonde shit? Malfoy? Yes. He is a little shit. He's a little shit. And his I mean, Ravenclaws friends. aren't great. Ravenclaws are like the stuck-up assholes of the school. Honestly, I don't know which ones those are. Well, none oh, of the, the like the oh, blonde girl. The blonde girl, yeah. the weird girl. Luna Lovegood. Okay. Who I my, had plans to audition for that role when I was 10 years old. Oh. So I could meet... Rupert Grint, uh-huh. who plays Ron Weasley. Yes. And we, I would be too young for him then, but we would become such good friends through my being Luna Lovegood um, that we would grow up and uh, he would fall in love with me. Wow. That was my plan. That, that's not even, that's not that crazy a plan. It's not as crazy as my plan when I was a kid to marry Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. And uh, until I realized he's 30 years older than you, he's married. And he's in England, and you're in New mm-hmm. York. You're not going to marry Paul McCartney, Claudia. Mm-hmm. And I, that we'll was sort see. of like learning there's no Santa Claus, although my parents immediately told me there's no Santa Claus. I feel like they never kept up that charade. Oh, never. I think I said, is there a Santa Claus? And they went, no. no. <laughs> Just make It's a us. Look. They don't want the, their hard work uh, taken away from them. I don't know they what didn't They didn't do anything for you. No. You were neglected. I um, was neglected. But they're funny. They're funny. It was amusing. <laughs> I wasn't like... Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so we went to Harry Potter World oh and that my was God. fun. It, that was really... F- well, I mean, I think... I conquered my fear of going on the ride. You conquered your fear? After I did- making Max go on it first for me. That's adorable. And then I went on. Oh, that's so cute. And the first time I went, I did not open my eyes. And then the second time I went on, I did. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's so great. I did not go on the ride. You wouldn't have liked it. I don't think I would have liked it, but there was also like a line. And uh, it was so hot outside. You and the ride the was... And it, took a very attractive picture of yourself. <laughs> yes. I, but I didn't even... It took me a while to even realize there was a gift shop. I was just in that cave because or the castle because it was nice and cool uh-huh. in the cave i was just like looking at my phone and then i was like well, when are they where do they get out from this ride and then i went oh my god <laughs> and then i went in the gift shop and then but okay so we did that and it was like a hundred degrees it I was mean, not it was 80 degrees yeah possibly okay. less than it, it was so but it's bright, bright. it's so it bright. Is bright and there's fake snow all over the yeah <laughs> the it's tops cr- of the buildings it's, it's, which is very funny it is and, oh so but then the only thing i thought because i'm a huge walking dead fan <gasps> oh yeah was i'm gonna go in this walking dead exhibit which i excuse myself from so it yeah. all comes it's all cyclical. Yeah, it's mother daughter. <laughs> yes. I'm not going. On. I'm not doing. This. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Which ended up happening. Well, don't let me get okay. to it. Uh, <laughs> now they don't. know. So, but you go in the Walking Dead thing, and there's like a line, like through, and you can hear over the loudspeaker a dude that sounds like Sheriff Rick, who's the lead. If you don't watch Walking Dead, what will you cry? 
No, I'm not going to cry. Unless you start talking about one. No, I don't think that one makes me cry. I know which one does. Which one? Uh, from The Walking Dead. Who? The end of that one season. Oh, that doesn't make me cry. It makes you excited. Very happy. Okay. Makes me happy, excited. But so uh, over the loudspeakers, it's like, the hospital has been overrun. We are in the prison. And all of the like attendees for the ride have like blood splattered universal vests. <laughs> yeah, that looks like. But you're in like a hospital that bad things have happened yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And you're on a line. And as we're getting closer to the line, I see some people going out a door. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, do they oh, work good. here? What's happening? But you're like, good to keep in mind. No, I, I didn't have any, put anything together. So now, finally, we go into the exhibit it's not really a ride and on one and it's dark and there's lots of you know sounds uh moaning screaming guns and it's dark and lights flashing and on one side there's like an animatronic zombie thing that i recognize from the pilot episode Mm -hmm. and i look around the corner and there's like an actor extra dressed in zombie sh- gear, jumping out at people from the darkness. And I went, that's it. <laughs> and, I, and I came out and I went, that's it for me. And she said, go out yeah, the door. Yeah, she's like, I got you. Yeah, you're, you go through that <laughs> yeah, door. protocol is, <laughs> that's, here we go. That's what that door was for. <laughs> yes. And I, I knew, you know, Max and Jonathan, who continued on, and it did sound kind of fun, but... They um, were like, their minds... It just was like Boy Town, USA. I know, and that's what made me feel bad that I didn't go through it because then it's like gendery. Whatever, fuck Fuck that that shit. But whatever, like we got back to fuck that shit. Oh, yes, good job. Um, But 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 I can't remember. Okay. Do <laughs> you want to go home? <laughs> okay. Um, we should talk about... Um, okay, yeah. We should talk about that thing that's going to help lead into Mommy Dearest. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. Okay, so here we are. Here we are. Do you want me to do it? I remember. So, yeah. So my mom had a great idea to, in any way, shape, or form possible, try to relate to this film... Mommy Dearest. Yes, which we understand there is, there are abusive relationships in the world. But this is the campiest thing that's ever been made. Whatever. In order to somehow relate to this, uh, telling stories of, did we ever have rough patches? Yes, I think that when... And the answer is yes, she beat me with hangers. don't say that. That's bad. People won't know, and then they'll just think I'm forcing you to do this and make fun of the fact that I beat you with hangers. If you're forcing me to do this, I am an even better actress than I originally thought. (laughs) Well, then that would be a plus. Hey! Um, (laughs) You know, a lot of the times when uh, people meet me and Izzy and we seem like we get along so well, which we do. Do. And uh, especially... Do. uh, And, um, you know, if it's a mom friend of mine who has a daughter... Mm They want, you know, it's such a mythical thing that there's problems between mothers and daughters uh, that they want to know, did we ever have any? And we did. No. (laughs) The answer is no, bitches. You have problems. <laughs> but we had, they want to know, like, it's, I mean, if a mom is asking me, they're uh, focused on, and how did you handle it? Because Izzy turned out so great. I can handle it. I can handle it. And um, we did have one, did you just fart? No, out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You backed away from the mic and... So I wasn't burping is straight into the microphone because you had such a visceral reaction to the first one. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, oh, so when Izzy was in her first year of middle school, Yikes. also known as junior high, she had that summer... Deep breath. Uh, you know, well, you know, uh, she was hanging out with, like, sorry, 
Don't say that. Okay. I don't know. Right. I had a lot of problems. I went through all of my shit in middle school. Well, you actually went through all of your shit like the first half of the first year of middle school. No, it continued. Oh, I, you just covered it up better? Sure. Those were my hard times, which I'm frankly grateful for because then I came out of the woods of middle school, a bright, shiny new person who knew, and I knew myself better than I could have ever asked (laughs) and like came out and I was like, oh, I hate drugs. This whole time I thought I liked it. They were panic attacks. Good to know I have anxiety now. (laughs) Um, And that's what that was. And uh, I'm much more sure of myself. (laughs) And <laughs> I could be nice to people again. <laughs> so it was a blessing and a curse. Well, um, if you want to know what I did, uh, I will say I didn't know all that. <laughs> so that was helpful. But I didn't want to burden you. Uh, and that, you know, that's okay, I guess. Um, but um, what happened was the but when Izzy's first report card came in, it was not good. It was like D's. It was like a progress report. Yeah, and it was like D's and unsatisfactories, and she talks back in class, and that was also during a, you know, the black hair eyeliner phase. Mm-hmm. And me and Izzy's older half-sister and her dad, like, came on top of her like a ton of bricks, and all up in her face. And I said to her, look, you have two choices. You can be the smart mouse who gets great grades or the nice girl that everybody likes who tries the best she can. But the smart mouse who gets bad grades is not a choice that is open to you. So pick one of the two options I've given you. Though you only gave me one. No, I gave you two. You said the smart mouth. Oh, you're yeah. saying the smart mouth that gets bad grades is not an option. Yes, the smart mouth that gets bad grades. Like, you know, D's So I chose the smart mouth who gets, gets great grade, grades. Yes, that was your choice. And yeah. I, and so that was my, uh, you know, that, and, and then, you know, you seemed like you had. And then I called my PE teacher a bitch and she heard. <laughs> Well, that's not how I recall. You did fine from then on in terms of your yeah. No, I even when because that was at the end of sixth grade, Mm -hmm. and I had turned it around by then. Because I remember, I don't even remember that progress report thing. Um, Because you were high, clearly. (laughs) Sorry, face up. I was not um, ever around you. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and then I called my PE teacher a bitch and I got Saturday detention well but that but, was my only detention ever yeah and you 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 seem like you handled it all well after that I guess um so I guess the thing is is that um we have set up a uh, a an email <laughs> oh yeah for the podcast yes if people want to write in with any you know if you're a daughter who wants advice from a woman who's not your mother or if you're a mother who wants advice in regards to her daughter yeah or if you want both perspectives yeah or if you're a man who has a weird fetish (laughs) who has fantasies of this is weird. Don't I don't know why I started being with a mother and daughter at the same time. Yeah, okay. that's gross. Uh, what's the website? Uh, what's the email address? I forgot it already. Okay, our new email address, drumroll, is. Say <laughs> I was it. trying to think of a bit, and I no, messed no, up. Okay, it's ask Claude and Izzy at gmail.com. Excellent. And is the and Claude, and spelled yes. A-N-D? Okay. Yes. And it's cl- C-L-A-U-D is Gr- Claude and I-Z-Z-Y. Great. So Ask I- Claude and Izzy at gmail.com because once again, the Edge from U2 has his own podcast. <laughs> so, so we couldn't do that email. Yeah, we want to do podcast from the Edge <laughs> at gmail. But, but Bono has forsaken us once again yeah if you write and ask that person they won't have any advice for you um so uh okay what are you looking at you can't look at your phone during the podcast i just got an email from mar-a-lago mar-a-lago 
help. The Trump place? Yeah. What do they want? Well, now I need to know. I've got a job. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to be working at Mar-a-Lago. I have to tell you something. <laughs> okay. It says, will you, sh- will you sign and share this petition to, to stop Mar-a-Lago? To shut it down. <laughs> Can we stop all of it? <laughs> I would, if that's what it took, shut down Mar-a-Lago. I'd do it. I'd do it. What else would we do to stop what's happening? That we don't like Trump. Just oh in case. well, you know we could watch we could watch a bunch of <laughs> mother daughter themed movies and talk about them, and I bet that it would take them down. Yeah, that would. Was take there them an down. accident? <laughs> ben dropped something. Ben is our fantastic technician. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't tell if he's laughing. But I bet he's Jewish. Oh, but he's got his. Oh yeah, do you think so? With a name like Ben. Ben is shaking his head no. Interesting. Oh, God. Moving They're stealing on. our good names. Yeah, they are. Now that Christian's name Oh, them. good to go back to therapy for okay. a second. Yes. <laughs> I told her that we're seeing Sunday in the Park with George, and I said, with our most perfect Jew, Jake Gyllenhaal. And then I said, and I said, my mom and I, our favorite boy, we think the most perfect Jews are Jake Gyllenhaal boys, because okay. we know Natalie yes. Portman is the best lady one. But, um... And Leah Schreiber. Oh my God! And Leah she Schreiber. told me, yes, she saw him in the hallway of the building where I have therapy. Oh, she saw Leah Schreiber yes. in the hallway in of the, the building. Flesh, the most perfect of Jews. Oh my God! The Did master you... race of Jews. <laughs> he is the top. He's that. He's one of our top ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now that Paul Newman is dead, it's also. Oh, he's like half Jewish. <laughs> you looked at me like. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard the Adam Sandler song? He's Jewish. I think he's half Jewish. Okay, half Jewish. Put them together. He's from, like, Ohio. Half half is enough. Okay. Half is good. Jesus, Jesus. I'm just saying. Like, don't take that away. (laughs) We have Paul Newman. I also thought, I told her, and thought that this was so funny. I remember, (laughs) for your birthday or Christmas or something, or Hanukkah, um, I, like, as a 10-year-old, got you the Manchurian Candidate on DVD. (laughs) And I had it already. Yeah! I really love the remake of The Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Like, I've never seen the original. Oh, that's fun. Oh, of course it's good. Okay. I mean, it's good. Okay, so we told... (laughs) We haven't gotten to Mommy's ears yet. Yeah. Okay. We told the story about me being bad to lead up to this. Yes, we watched Mommy Dearest. Yes. And uh, uh, I took notes. As did I. (laughs) As did I. Now... um, I mean, my notes did stop (laughs) eventually, (laughs) but I paid attention. Yeah, my notes stopped too. Um, You know, uh, first of all, I recommend you watch it. It is... The most, it is famously unintentionally comedic, and it is hard to believe when they were making this movie that they didn't know it was funny. It's almost like impossible. It's not like this was made in times before camp existed, because because it was, you know. It's after Rocky Horror. I mean, but people knew what the word, I mean... So didn't Joan Didion write a famous essay on, on camp? Did she? Well, I didn't go to college, so I don't know. Somebody did. As you know, the first thing they do when you, you get to college is go, here's Joan, Joan Didion. Here's slouching towards Bethlehem. Get ready. Is, is that written by Joan? I've never read one dot of anything. I have. And that's it. Okay. And then there was the other lady who has gray hair. Oh, Isabella. Well, I'll keep talking while you look for your notes. No, I don't think they went from my computer to my phone, which is weird. Oh, God. All right. Well, I will say a little tidbit. If there are people who are fans of Knott's Landing who are listening to this podcast, if we ever release it. There's some weirdos who love Knott's Landing. I mean... Lovely people. Yes, lovely people. Who are obsessed with Nazis. It's a classic show. Uh, Very big in France. Um, (laughs) uh, I saw... Uh, uh, oh no I do have it I just couldn't tell what it was because I just have a note that starts with me too I also scrub my elbows and shove my face in ice before I go to bed every night (laughs) is my first note on the movie okay well when I saw it I was doing Knott's Landing Mm -hmm. so and on Knott's Landing I played Michelle Lee's daughter 
Karen Fairgate's daughter, anybody who Cecily knows. Cecily Fairgate. No, Diana Fairgate. I know, Diana I'm doing Fairgate. a joke I know, you're I doing, you said Donna Fairgate last time. <laughs> I cannot believe it. So, and my stories were all mother-daughter yelling at each other stories. Mm-hmm. And so I saw Mommy Dearest, I believe, the night it opened. And when I went to work, I talked about it. And Michelle had also seen it the night it opened, and one of our castmates said, oh, I find it fascinating that the two of you went to go see Mommy Dearest the night it opened. That's what I remember. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, but, and, and seeing it then, I think even uh, then it had, it's not like now in retrospect you go, what an odd tone for a movie. No. It was... It was it was apparent immediately that there was an odd tone uh, that was veering into comedy. It is, I mean, it is comedic. It's, it's like a funny showgirls. movie. Yeah, it's like the showgirls of mother daughter. What is another like? Okay, with showgirls, do you think that that one was also a mistake, like or like an accident? Well, they say now that it was intended. It was intentional, but when they were making it, it I think it was supposed to be serious. There are several movies that I like. Remember how you advertised them to me growing yes. up? Third burp. Uh-huh. Um, like Pulp Fiction, you kept being like, you can't see this movie yet, but it's so good. Like you just kept being like, you have to wait because it's so fucked up. You can't see it yet, but you will see it. <laughs> like, like, like steering me away from it, but also revving me up for uh-huh. when the time comes. Did you like it when you saw it? Yeah, of course it's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, Bruce Willis getting, or not Bruce Willis. Um, Christopher Walken. No. no. Um, um. John Travolta. No. Samuel L. Jackson. No. The guy getting fucked by the gimp? Yes. Okay. (laughs) What is his name? I don't remember. Delroy Lindo. No. No. Okay, but... Jay-Z raps about him. Yeah, but let's not wait for you to remember this. Um, That was... I mean, he's getting raped in the ass. Yes, that was bad. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then Showgirls, I remember you selling to me by being like, it's... I think that was you being like, it's camp. I remember showing you, trying to get you into the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston Mm -hmm. by saying it's camp. Mm -hmm. And when we watched Mommy Dearest the first time, Mm -hmm. I kept saying it's camp. And you kept saying, this is really upsetting. (laughs) It is. It is upsetting. I mean, I feel the same way. It's like, but it's a hilarious movie with just like some moments of like true discomfort. Yeah. It, but in second viewing, which I recommend everybody, well, would be good if you watched it before you listened though. How would you know to do that? (laughs) So that's crazy. Um, but uh, the child who is playing uh, Christina, upon who mm-hmm. wrote the movie, whatever they did in terms of the casting of this child actress and her performance, well done, was fantastic in the sense that I didn't feel she kept fighting back. So Ving Rames, Ving Rames, I didn't even see it. I was looking it up, but I got to it before I saw it. On okay, me. okay. Um, that's not the person who plays, uh, Joan Crawford's daughter, Ben Rames. <laughs> yes. Not. Uh, oh, well, I've read, okay. Case. <laughs> I don't know her name, the child actress, but, um, she, uh, is always fighting back against Joan Crawford. She's a little shit. <laughs> she's a little, she's a, a little. She's not just fighting back. She's being a Defiant. bitch. <laughs> Yes, she is being... She's kind of like serving right back up what Joan is giving her. Yeah, so you don't feel like... It's not like you don't feel sorry for her, but you don't feel like she's breaking. That's what... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You don't feel like it's breaking, but you're like, 
I mean, yeah, now you're going to get all your hair cut off. <laughs> I'm you, really? This is the person whose crap you want to play with? Yeah. This, the, the movie star who's scrubbing her own floors and, like, you know, washing her face in scalding water and, you know, got... I mean, she's like... Uh, uh, like, you know, she's like the Phil Hartman anal retentive chef. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I wrote. Like, that opening scene, you know everything that's going to happen from that. Like, that behavior. Yeah, she sleeps with the gloves and then, the, you know, and scrubbing she's scrubbing her, her, elbows. her elbows. I know. I and, and, and a giant fucking tub, a basin filled with ice, ice. It's like, that she so sensually just like presses. presses <laughs> I'm just like, okay, face. yeah, cool. We're going to see this woman beat the child. <laughs> yeah, that I'm, is- yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I expect it. You know what? Clean people are never trustworthy. Of course not. No. But that's why the- that picture of me as a baby, that was so, I was like so clean and made up. I was like, who? I, I don't know what picture. The one where you were like, oh, you must have gotten your hair done. Oh, that, that one, day. yeah. Because <laughs> that's not what your hair looks no, like. No, because I cut your hair myself and you moved your yeah, head all like, around. Yeah, that's like, blink, That's the sound my yeah. bangs made. Blink, <laughs> blink, Everything about you looked like I did not have my shit together. Um, but when I was watching Joan Crawford or Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford, I did think to myself, oh, why can't I be clean like this? Like when I'm upset, you know, the people who go, oh, I got so upset. And the only way I could calm myself down was to like, you know, clean like our, like our neighbor. <laughs> Should who's definitely not, not, not listening. disclose her name? In no, that's not. <laughs> in case um, she's secretly obsessed with us. She's definitely podcast. not secretly obsessed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure she knows our names. <laughs> she um, doesn't. Uh, but her drunk but she friend cleans, pushed Max one time. Uh, but she claims, uh, you know, she cleans like outside of her own house. I do understand it sometimes because there was one day where I had some fruit that I did just throw on the ground oh that was bad and she was very upset she was upset about that well and then max well, when he was in town using her washing machine oh, i brother. wanted to blow oh, man max my would not out. shut up about it. he was like i just feel like i not only scared your mom because the back door was open but i disappointed her <laughs> because i didn't know about the washing machine i also made the face i make when yes. i'm conveying upset. utter dismay yes like like the everything is wrong i feel bad about that but oh. i'm an actress um you know so my faces are big yeah. what can i say that's there's nothing but uh, you know it's my art mm-hmm. i was use your instrument yeah i can't help it my face conveys emotion so sue me i'm brilliant um, the clothes are amazing. Yes. Don't you, th- that's not, I'm not, wouldn't They're, you yeah. love those 40s pants? Yeah. Yeah. The makeup, the eyebrows change. Now, yes, you noted that when we were watching oh, it, God, it, but upon totally looking, I think that was a thing with Joan Crawford. I don't know if they intended it, but like, it seems like her eyebrows were too not that consistent. But if they didn't intend for this movie to be funny, do you think they put that much thought into the eyebrows? I no. Mean, but apparently I mean, Faye Dunaway had a 4 a.m. call time every day so she could look like that. I, Which to me, I'm like, that should take two hours to Well. Which maybe that it is. They, yeah, they probably started shooting at six. Uh-huh. You know what? Setting your hair, like wash, setting your hair. Was that her hair or a wig? Oh, yeah, that's true. It's probably a wig. Well, probably a wig. A good wig. But sometimes her eyebrows had a Groucho Marx quality. But same with Joan Crawford. Yeah, but not like they... St- Look, if you're... I, is, I, can you say drag queen anymore? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, because of RuPaul. But I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a drag queen, but uh, the eyebrows of Joan Crawford at the part like near the bridge of the nose yeah, were yeah, yeah. straight up and down, not like curved. Yeah, those were odd. That she would it was like she had like, you know, apostrophes on her face. <laughs> you know, the eyebrows like they I have mean, an, look at this. an edge, right? But they look like her real eyebrows. Sometimes. Am I wrong? Okay. Um 
Isabella said that she thought that the uh, Joan Crawford house in the movie looked like, yeah, that is crazy. But don't they look like real eyebrows? Yeah, sure. But you're also looking at Faye Dunaway, and this is in response to a picture I showed my mom. Yeah, she showed me You're looking at Faye Dunaway, and it's like... That's hair. Look at that. That's hair. It is hair. She's got wiry brows. Yeah, she really... How do you... She must have, you know... Was her hair like blonde I was about to say something sort of racist. Don't. Okay, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Tell <laughs> myself. Um, but you, you said that... The house looks exactly like um, Cher Horowitz's house yeah, in Clueless. Yeah, from Clueless. So that was a... I don't a, know how to find that out. That, I mean, I'm I sure know. it is not the same. I don't know. That was a set. Um, the other thing was when we were watching, there were moments where I was like, God, I wish I had her work ethic. That's all she, you know, she's really <laughs> signing those photographs. I mean, she is yeah. nonstop, yeah, right? She you know, is. she uh, cleaning, scrubbing. When she has help to scrub, Helga, she has Helga, and then she has Carol, Carol Ann, Ann. Her, her weird, Ann. you know, bizarrely. Isn't that the name of the girl in Poltergeist? It is. It is good. Good catch. Also, another favorite movie oh, of mine with a mother-daughter a theme. We're oh, doing Poltergeist. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. That I will cry. Um, oh, uh, she and you know they shot at MGM, uh, which is now Sony. And when I was doing Knots Landing, we shot at MGM, but it was MGM still Ooh. for all of you old Hollywood people. Fun. Um, now I don't know if this is a good aspect of the movie or bad but it kind of just made me want to watch Joan Crawford things yes I was like I mean maybe because the movie's bad but it's not like Joan Crawford was in great movies no I mean I like Mildred Pierce it's okay I mean we have to watch the, the women that's yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. that's a that's a genuinely good movie. Yeah, I mean Joan Crawford. But I find I do I find the actual person more. That's the, the thing. Intriguing with biopics. I mean, yeah. you, you're never you're. Trying... It makes you want to watch them. Yeah, although and it was interesting because right before we watched Mommy Dearest, we were watching Feud, Feud mm-hmm. and um, so that was a also interesting to compare and very different portrayals. I would say. Oh, yeah. I mean, like from Jessica Lange, uh, you get much more anxiety. I feel more mm-hmm. sympathetic. You've watched more of it than I have. Okay. I've seen the first episode and that scene we watched. Well, that was the, a great scene. But I felt sympathy, you know, I feel more sympathy for Jessica Lange than uh-huh. I feel for Faye Dunaway. It's so arched, this portrayal. It's great. It's crazy. But it's also crazy because, like, Faye Dunaway is a great actress. I know. That's what we kept talking about is, like, how... How did this How is it a surprise at the end when, like, everyone goes, yeah, this is a hilarious movie that should not be. And apparently Faye Dunaway was like, I'm going to win the Oscar and was not nominated. Oh, my God, No. You know, it was because it was, no, because uh, it's crazy. It's it's a it's it's an impossible tone. It's an impossible tone. We know very melodramatic people. We know melodramatic people, and they don't people. even act. They don't act like that. Well, I no, I think people maybe. It, you know what it was? It was like there were a lot of like takes of her that were close-ups where they would linger on her for a very long beat before she'd say like any kind of line like oh yeah oh yes yes the lingering it is a like so much of it just lingers it's like someone says a line and then we're just still looking at them for quite a bit after the fact yeah but she uh, there were a lots of long beats before she spoke which is like it's in her close-up so by the by you could cut that in editing Uh like how long it's taking i wonder if the guy like if the director what's his face like frank something or 
whatever. I don't know. Um, like, I don't know. I'd love to hear. I, I mean, you can't <laughs> his side of things. I know. I wish. I, well, that would have been something for us to research. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't. Our think word of is that. God. Yeah, we're just saying. You know, they were trying to say this is a classic movie star who tried to be a movie star all the time, or maybe yeah. it was like, that's how people talked back then. It was like then. acting like nobody talked in real like that. life. Nobody talked like that. Nobody, uh, no one takes That's why like, Susan Sarandon's portrayal of Betty Davis is so good, I think. It is really good. Because it's, it seem, it's like a natural. Yes. Well, it's a different... And it's like heightened still, but you're still like, that's a human. But wouldn't you say that like Faye Dunaway's not known for just even playing any kind of natural person? True. You know, she is yeah, a not large... a subtle performance. No, from but her. she's also she's not playing normal people. It's like how yeah, like Angelina true. Jolie's not going to play the neurotic housewife. Yeah. Or uh, I mean, or just like a lady who works in a checkout stand. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't believe she would do anything no. normal. There's like no... yeah, I guess when you're like that gorgeous, it's kind of like yeah. I mean, I don't believe that. No, she's I don't. She, what she's got problems meeting a guy. No. <laughs> no. No. No, she doesn't. No, and I'm still upset. But it seems but like get, this time she was left. Whatever. I've gotten over it. Yeah. Um, I, which is something I thought I'd never say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Praise be unto you. Um, I would say, uh, oh, there was a cut where it went from the two of uh, Faye Dunaway and that guy she's sleeping with having sex in the shower. Uh-huh. To uh, a fountain. fountain outside. Surrounded by nuns. Nuns at the orphanage. <laughs> and we were like, touche. I know. But like, that's not funny. We're cutting from this. I bet that I just, it like, <laughs> They're seems cutting like all from... of these things, like, How could from you... the perspective of the director is like, this is art. No, I feel like this, my, my fantasy perspective is that possibly she was a pain in the ass and it was like, I am going to fuck you over. Faye Dunaway? Yes. That's what it seemed like. She's going to fuck the director over? No, the director's going to fuck her over. Huh. By not letting her know that it's that's bad. crazy. I mean, she screams, because there are- Tina! Beat, beat, <laughs> beat. Bring me the axe! I mean, if that's not a laugh line, I, I don't even know I where know. we are in the world it's anymore. It's like a John Waters movie. Yes, it's like a John. That's a perfect <laughs> example, Isabella. It is like a John. filled with satisfaction. <laughs> she closed her eyes and looked up to the heavens. <laughs> hands raised. Tina, bring me the axe. And, uh... You know, yes, I said... I but said there are so many other things, too, like, that just seem careless. Yes. Like, so much of it seems like... <laughs> it wasn't, like, there wasn't attention paid, where, it, like, the fact that the sun grows in ages, the Christina does not. That's true. No effort to make her seem older. Yes. Joan does not age. Well, that, uh, you know... Yes, okay. Sure. But it's just like uh, there's so one. I it seemed like this was the first cut. I know. Well, there's also when she gets baby Christina, mm-hmm. and she's in the purple house dress and that wig. Mm-hmm. Anybody uh, who is a mommy dearest fan who is listening right now, you know what I'm talking about. Joan Crawford never had her hair like that. That wig, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to describe the amount of anger. It's very 80s. Isabella, this is almost as good as the John Waters comment from a moment ago. (laughs) That is exactly correct. It's very 80s. And it was made in the 80s, and shoulder pads were big in the 80s, like they were in the 40s. flat butts. And there were the flat butts, and um, but this wig, I, I mean, I, I the, I, you, you know, <laughs> there's pictures of Joan Crawford in the world. It's not like we don't know it's what just, her hair was like. Yeah, it's I like could, oh, this is our depiction. This is our version. She never had like a, like a weird curly Jennifer Beals hairdo. That's really like soft and straight, just on the, the, the crown back, of her head. It was <laughs> insane. It made me that. I, 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 it makes her look like a fool and that i mean it made 
Faye Dunaway look like a fool? And that's why my theory that I'm coming up with right now, I don't know if there's a director in the universe who would tank their own career to get back at a leading lady, but that's Because the fact possible. that you don't even know the name of the director speaks volumes. Well, it just speaks that I really not paying attention to and and I don't want to cast aspersions and I could be looking it up right now and I'm not <laughs> and I feel bad about that oh uh and then getting to Diana Scarwood uh-huh. when they go from baby Christina and then she goes to the you know or little girl Christina and she goes to the boarding school and they take the wig right off of that child and put it right on that adult <laughs> yes uh, she has a very a tragic hairdo and like a child's doll Yes, like, like a cabbage patch kid. Yeah, that's not a good hairdo. But Diana Scarwood was like like sort of like uh like a serious actress. Mm-hmm. And she's older than me, but not by that much. You kind of look alike. Do you like that or do you hate it? I don't know how great I feel about that, but um <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. So sorry. But she also like emphasizes weird words, which is one of my favorite things. It, like, she goes, understand, when she's doing her monologue at the beginning, like she's in uh-huh. school. Also, and she's got, like, kind of a southern accent, which was weird, but so I just told myself that, it, oh, that's the play. Yeah. But then afterwards, <laughs> when the guy asks her who I uh, what it's from, and she says Antigone, I don't know why they'd have a southern accent. In Antigone. Right, because that's insane. Because yeah. Antigone is a Greek, Greek play, and then she's at lunch with her with Joan Crawford, and uh, they seem like they're almost going to have a good moment. Uh, and then Joan Crawford says, "I've done your Christmas card list," and she goes, uh, "I've been studying. I'll get the cards <laughs> done." Okay, she like has a you know, I'll get to the cards. Okay. <laughs> Like that. So she had a weird, distinctive delivery. Everything is weird. There's nothing normal about the whole thing. Yeah, I love it, though, uh, when she goes, why don't you talk to me the way I, you know, like I'm your mother, the way other people talk, why don't you talk to me and give me the kind of respect that I could get from any person on the street? Like that, you know. Is that at the dinner? The dinner? No, this is later. And then Diana Scarwood goes because I'm not one One of of your fans. fans. Oh my god! But like, if that's not campy, ladies and gentlemen. But also, let I don't know what campy is. Okay. Let me tell you. Yes. I think the structure of this movie is bad. (laughs) It's just like the no wire hangers part comes out of fucking nowhere and only does that make sense if we're talking about someone and we find out that she has bipolar disorder like it doesn't make any sense where it's placed in the movie and then to have that big finish at the end with that i would say very satisfying line from christina like is that what if if that's what the whole movie is leading up to is her saying I'm not one of your fans yes that is which I think is a great that is actually like the the structure yes then it doesn't (laughs) it's just peaks and valleys wherever it's like someone the the structure of it is like watching a chart of someone in cardiac arrest or something it's like. So many like heightened moments where it doesn't matter. Well, it's like if you compare it, which we will get to this movie, we were talking about this, uh, like it's very hard to structure a movie about a person's entire life, mm-hmm. like their relationship throughout a long period of time. Yeah. But they do it brilliantly in terms, terms of, of endearment. endearment. Yeah. So like it can be done, but that's uh, James L. Brooks, yeah. unless I just made a mistake. No, it is James L. Oh, Brooks. Oh, thank you. Okay, and that's a brilliant movie. Yeah. And uh, so that would be the antithesis of Mommy Dearest. Yeah. I mean, my God. What a great episode to do next time. We're going to do that next time, and I, I feel like... Uh, we're done, I guess. I feel like we're done. Is there Should anything else Should we tell the story about? about when I broke the mirror and then the bathroom? Oh, and this thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I feel like that's the closest that's the close, to Mommy Dearest I know, we ever and you got. brought it up, and I said, no, 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 let's do this other thing, because I'm, I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you tell the story about when you broke Well, you're going to need to fill in some yeah. gaps. Well, you start. Well, 
I guess this goes back to like, uh, did we ever go through any heart rough patches? I mean, I was like five. Yeah. I think you were younger than that, like three or four. But we lived in at the Laurel Canyon house. No, we didn't. We Are lived on Olympic. I shouldn't tell this story. Okay. So because <laughs> you were not it's sentient. Not, it's not yeah, it's not it's not like you know. Wait, you were, is the mirror story the same as the bathroom story? Yes. Yes. A little the mirror? Yes. Okay. You don't want to blow the punch in. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay, oh, so yeah. um, uh, Izzy and I, as you, if you've been watching uh, the show, uh, <laughs> lived with my parents, and we lived in three different locations. When when uh, I left her dad, we moved in with my parents, and during this period, we were. Uh, Sounds a lot like uh, this one show I saw one time on ABC. Called How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, this is how I sold the show. Okay. Um, um, and this was at this one period, and she was like in her three, four, and I was just starting to work as a TV writer, and she was going to preschool. And um, there was some kind of confrontation that we had that got out of control. I don't remember. What I it don't was remember at all. the genesis. So that she threw. I a took a yeah, this like little face mirror that was hanging on the door to my grandpa's office, and I picked it up and smashed it on the ground. And I that was upsetting. <laughs> and I so I said, well, if ever there was a time for a timeout. Go We're to the bathroom. We're doing a timeout. And I, stay in there. I, so I gave her a timeout. She felt very upset, uh, so upset that I started to feel bad for her in the timeout, and I kept checking up on her. Uh, so that now she and I are kind of having Hanging a time. Out. <laughs> Hanging we, out together in the bathroom. Yeah, we basically just moved locations, yes. which was one of my mother tricks. Yeah. Let's move into this room and see how. I think that the that does is. work though. You know, just let's change the scenery. Cuz you were like, okay, I'll hang out with you, but it has to be in the bathroom in the timeout area. And it was Izzy was just like not happy at all, and I said, "Why don't we write a song? Why don't you maybe write a song about how you're feeling right now?" And Izzy without Moments hesitation <laughs> sang, Ula bosses me around. Ula was my best friend. Ula was her best Who friend. did, in fact, boss me around. And I, so I think we got to the heart of whatever was bothering her. <laughs> For sure. And then we just ended and on that. And that I, I think I was like blown away. Boom thinking this is the greatest moment of our lives right now. And I did go to work immediately. I mean, to this day, I had lunch with Emily Cutler, who, Ula, bo- how's Ula doing? <laughs> Bosses is me around. She of course, looks like a model. Um, um, and yeah. yeah, so uh, those, those were some of it. my mothering techniques. Yeah. Change of location. I think that it really did help our relationship how much empathy you <laughs> had with me getting upset like with that one time we went to the doctor and I was getting a shot and you cried with me I I just I you know I gotta say I think our relationship is better than anybody else sorry (laughs) that was one of the worst moments of my life I have to say when that you got the getting getting those shots okay well because we we are the best mother-daughter relationship out there email any advice or stories? Oh, stories about your own yes travails. experiences. Uh, it doesn't have to be your mother. It could be your but friend. Make it funny, like interesting. Well, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it could be like not me and my mom went to the store today. <laughs> I mean, but what they get? <laughs> unless yeah, well, unless you've got like some details, yeah. and then uh, yeah, okay. Um, um, so email askclaudandizzy at gmail dot com. Claude with no e. Izzy with a Y. And you're spelling out the word and. Spelling it out. <laughs> spelling it no out. Ampersand. This will all be on the webpage when we get that together. When that happens. When we release this. It could just be you, This me. is our time capsule. Yeah, we're doing this for Scott and Ben. And, uh, you know. Trying to get them together. <laughs> or we're going to date them. boy. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you to the improv. Uh, from the improv. Thank you for listening to Podcast from, from the, the edge. edge. Thank you, Mommy. Thank you, Izzy. I love you. Love you. That one was good. That was good. It was.